Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Good day, good day, good day. This is Lynn Pender with the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And it is Third Friday. I have a team <laughs> of dynamic co-hosts, none other than Mitzi Carasculo and Leroy McKenzie Jr. What's going on? <laughs> Hello. Happy oh, Friday! I know like it's, it's been a long time since we, since we since since we've been on. Yes. Oh yes. yes. This is our first time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the last time, the last last month, Leroy and I, Mitzi, had a woo. We had a time. We had some issues oh. with Blog Talk Radio Show, but we worked it out. <laughs> Yeah, we, we certainly the did. Power that, of we, technology. You know, out, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, y'all would have caught me in my pajamas that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we are so excited that we are here, and those of you who are listening, yes, we're laughing because we're just joyful, you know, in spite of everything that's going on in our world, we still have joy, and we hope you do too, and we want to thank you for tuning in, and we have a dynamic show today, uh, but before we get started, we got to do some housekeeping. Uh, there's so much going on, but something really special is about to kick off tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we might have a clue as to what she's talking about, but let's kind of clue everybody in, everybody else that's listening in on the, what, what Lynn is talking about that, that's going on starting tomorrow that I think everybody should be um, either tuned in, register for, or however you can get there, get in and be a part of it. You want to be a part of it, and, and I believe that that is the, the Harlem Book Fair. Now, usually... For those that are familiar, the book lovers that might be um, with us, you all are familiar with the Harlem Book Fair that happens every year up in in, uh, in Harlem, New York, that they have. Well, as everybody knows, we are in the midst of this COVID-19. So everything is done virtually. So the Harlem Book Fair is doing nothing more than what, what, you know, what everybody else is doing when it comes to uh, these events. We're, uh, it's going to be virtual. So it is the virtual Harlem Book Fair this year. So we hope that everyone will be able to tune in, to be able to register, be a part of, because it's going to be, a fun, it's going to be phenomenal. And the Christian Authors on Tour, of course, is pleased to announce their participation, our participation in 
the 2020 Virtual Harlem Book Fair, which is uh, July 19th and 20th, which is tomorrow and uh, Sunday. The Christian, Christian Authors on Tour uh, is showcasing more than a dozen Christian authors as part of the 2020 Virtual Book Fair. You can visit the um, Harlem Book Fair website at www.harlembookfair.com to view the program schedule so that you can know what's going on at what time and everything like that. And then you can also visit the Christian Authors on Tour uh, website at www.christianauthorsontour.com for more details about the Christian Authors uh, on Tour and its uh, 2020-2021 multi-state Christian book tour that will be coming up next year. Because as you all may be familiar, we take every other year um, to kind of be off and then we do uh, to do our tour. But this was such a special thing that we had going on that we wanted to make sure that we were part of this this year. So uh, you can go check out all of the authors, Christian authors on the tour that are going to be a part of the Harlem Book Fair and then also what we have going on coming up for next year as well. So anything else, Lynn? <laughs> Indeed, you summed it up. You summed it up. I'm really excited. This is an amazing partnership with Max Rodriguez and the Harlem Book Fair staff, July 18th through the 19th, and we're pumped. We're really pumped. You know, um, we um, always like to give back no matter what we do. And so um, starting uh, tomorrow, we are encouraging folks to be part of the CAOT 2020 giving campaign. And so for those of you who followed us for a while, you know every time we have a book event or a tour stop, we always coordinate a missions outreach in whatever city or state that we're in. So, for example, when we were physically in New York, in Harlem, at the Harlem Book Fair, we would collect personal hygiene items for the New York City Rescue Mission. Well, this year, since the Harlem Book Fair is virtual, we thought we'll do things a little differently. And since 2020 has been one of those years, we decided to call the giving campaign the 2020 giving campaign with the idea that you give $20 local and $20 national. And so the local initiative that we're asking folks folks to support is WEAA 88.9 Gospel Grace in Baltimore, Maryland, and that's the the gospel station of Morgan State University. And um, the the national initiative that we're asking people to support is the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. So we're asking you to give $20 to the WEAA 88.9 Gospel Grace and $20 to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund this weekend. And, and really, if you can do 20 this weekend and 20 next weekend, that's fine with us. We're, this is our July 2020 giving campaign, and in August we'll have another set of organizations that we're focused on. But we want you to really sew into these organizations because they're doing so much right now for communities in need. And, you know, when we talk about Christian authors on tour, Leroy hit it on the head, we normally do um, 
uh, our Christian book tours in the odd number of years, but we have what we call special marketing events and opportunities in the even number of years, which are also our planning years. So all of the authors, and, 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 and Mitzi and Leroy, we're up to 18 authors this weekend wow. from Christian Authors on Tour that will be participating. And all 18 of these authors will be part of the 2021 CAOT multi-state Christian book tour, and so we're really excited about that, and 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 we're really excited, and and you know one of the things that we love doing is to being able to showcase authors and give them a platform to really talk about who they are and 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 how they're using writing as a tool for Christian ministry, and that's how this radio um, broadcast got started back in 2009, and so we're really excited today to have a woman of God um, that's part of a huge anthology um, uh, uh, project, and so I'm really excited to hear more about that. Yes, yes. We have a phenomenal woman of God today, um, and she's involved with a huge project, Graceful Seasons, the stories of triumph, victory, and God's faithfulness through the seasons of life. So we just welcome Dawn Courtney Mason. Dawn. Hello. Dawn Courtney Mason, if you were to ask, her bio is phenomenal. If you were to ask those individuals close to her about her coaching abilities, the response would be, she's a natural. A graduate of Howard University, Dawn has a certification in life certification certification in life purpose coaching from the United from the Success United Network and is founder of It's Dawn, a multifaceted company focusing on business, lifestyle, and motivation. Dawn lives by her purpose, lives her purpose by inspiring others to discover theirs. Committed to her community and helping others, she volunteers with the Jobs for Life Salisbury Program. Dawn is the First Lady of DM Ministries, where she serves along with her husband. She is happily married to Reverend D.M. Mason and the mother of a lovely daughter, Maya, and a handsome son, Nehemiah. Don holds membership in Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Delta Psi Epsilon Christian Sorority Incorporated, Eta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, and the National Association of University Women. Wow. What a bio. Welcome, Don Courtney Mason. Hi, Don. How are you? Hello, I'm good, and yourself? I'm doing very well, very well. And I just want to thank you for coming today. I mean, this is phenomenal, Um, and thank you for um, your time and your chapter. So with Graceful Seasons, um, your chapter is titled My Time to Laugh and Shine. So you're part of this anthology of six women and record keeping myself (laughs) so there has been a phenomenal time with you and what I love about your chapter because when I read a chapter or title of a chapter I like to personally um, try and relate that title 
with you. In reading your chapter, we know all about you. You were truly transparent in your chapter, and you are truly going to bless so many. So what I want to know is how, how did you start your writing process? for your chapter, My Time to Laugh and Shine, and you base it on Ecclesiastes 3, 1, and 4. And I would just love for you to just tell us about your chapter and how you went about writing that chapter. Well, uh, when I um, thought about being a part of the anthology, um, you know, about being transparent with your life, um, you know, sometimes we don't want to look at some of the hard stuff we've been through, um, and I had to mentally and emotionally prepare myself for that. Started writing as therapy for myself um, in the beginning, and so writing this chapter for me was therapeutic, of course, but also to look back over my life. And even though I've had some bumps and bruises, um, a lot of it now is funny to me when I think about it. And it's like, oh, Lord, what was I thinking when I did that or dealt with that, or you know? And so just my <laughs> writing process alone was a time of reflection. Um, and, you know, 2020 for me has been a time of reflection. It's like, oh, Lord, being in the house <laughs> for three months with – three other people and like, oh Lord, <laughs> you know, um even in tragedies, you know, people close to me being sick and just passing away, I still felt time to reflect and I think the book came out at a great time because people are reflecting on their lives. I know I've been doing a whole lot of reflection on my life and it is my time to shine. Even in the midst of COVID-19, I have seen a lot of hope, um, people being resilient. I've seen children being resilient. I've seen friends finding love in COVID-19 because it has brought them closer together. So for me, the writing process was therapeutic and being transparent and in praying that what I wrote would not only help me, but help those who read what I wrote. And that was my process. It was like, okay, it was a kind of a come to Jesus meeting for dawn. Like, okay, <laughs> it's time to, you know, let your hair down, tell people the truth. You know, you know, a lot of times we church people like this, you know, don't like to be transparent when it comes to um, crazy stuff that you may have gone through throughout your life. And I am one for not being a hypocrite, especially when dealing with young people. And I deal with young people on a daily basis, and they ask questions, and they want you to give a real honest answer. And so my approach is my daughter may read this, her friends may read this, and I want them to understand that they're not the only person that has gone through things. And, yes, Church people go through stuff, too. First ladies go through stuff that sometimes isn't pretty, you know, the big hat you see on Sunday. But behind that big hat, there is a story. So um, that was my process about going through um, and contributing to what is now Graceful Seasons. Amen. 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 Um, this, this is Leroy. Um, I want to ask mm-hmm. you, 
this is this is an anthology. Now, what are you what are you um, what was your experience with doing an anthology, being a part of an anthology, versus um, having your your own book and being out there and and having to to do with it? What was your was your approach different to this one as opposed to if you were writing a a whole book by yourself? Um, no, not in particular because I have written books. By- by myself. Um, I have a few projects that I'm working on currently, but the process wasn't wasn't different. It, it was the same. I just felt um, compelled when the call went out because I actually saw it on Instagram um, mm-hmm. about being a part of the anthology, and I was like, hmm, sounds like a really great idea, and just an opportunity to bond with other women and be a contributor to that. So I don't think um, my process to writing just one chapter would have been different if if I was, because I do plan at some point to write a memoir. Um, I want to live a little bit more before I do that. So I think um, the process is just, for me, is like an entry level to that, if that answers your question. No, it does. Absolutely. 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 Indeed. Indeed. And so the title of the anthology is Grace. Full seasons, stories of triumph, victory, and God's faithfulness through the seasons of life. So I hoped you would just talk a little bit about, you know, your chapter and what what particular, without, you know, spilling all of the beans, because we want people to buy the anthology, but just kind of talk a little bit specifically about um, what you shared um, in terms of your triumph, your victory, and how faithful God has been to you. Um, through your seasons of life? Um, Well, my chapter deals with me um, talking about how I have been used by people, you're thinking people, your friends, and just allowing yourself, not because you necessarily want to be in that position, but because you think that who you are, they're not going to like you. And I found myself in that position a lot. As a teenager, um, I do talk about an instance when a young man, actually one of my classmates, told me that guys didn't like girls like me. And I'm like, what are girls like me? And he said his response was smart. And, um, and it wasn't because I was a cute. It wasn't because um, I didn't get great. It was because I was smart. Guys didn't like girls like me. And I'm like, that's not really fair. You know, um, I'm a really nice person. I have a lot to offer. Why would guys not like somebody like me? And then because I wanted young men to like me, you know, you find yourself in um, situations where you put yourself in those because you want them to like you or you want people to like you or you do things um, not necessarily maybe out of character um, so you would have people approval and I found myself doing that a lot especially as a young person um but those days are over I found that I am I'm loved even if no one else loved me I love myself um I have a fabulous family I have a fabulous support system and all of them love me just the way I am, smart and all. Amen. And, Amen. <laughs> and yes. so because yes. because uh, yeah, I'm I'm t- I work with young people and a lot of young ladies need to hear that. 
you're beautiful, you're talented, you're smart, and if no one loves you, if no guy ever tells you they love you or anybody else tells you they love you, you love you. And I had to go through that process of, okay, finally liking who I was, you know, that I'm okay with being Dawn. Dawn is, she's funny at times, she's serious at times. I tell young people, you have your whole life to be serious, so enjoy your life. And I found myself growing up not really enjoying my life. I'm enjoying my life now because I'm older and I'm a little more wiser and I can share and give back and tell young people, live your life, enjoy yourself, be who God created you, love that person because he loves you. He created you for a reason and you have your moment in time to shine. And now it is my time to shine. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this anthology. I pray that when people read my chapter as well as the others, that they see themselves and they can grow from it. Because I know I have. I've grown from it. And I'm like, every day it seems like God is blessing me. And someone asked me a week ago, how did I feel to be a, a best-selling author? And I'm like, I never really thought about it. <laughs> what it feels like to be a best-selling author. Until they asked me that question, I'm like, I never really thought about it. You know, I'm just still being done and enjoying my life, even in the midst of what we're dealing with now. You know, I just want people to love themselves, love themselves first. You know, it's hard to love anybody else unless you love yourself truly. And you have to know what truly loving yourself is. And that's what my chapter really deals with me coming to terms with, it's okay to be done. You know, I'm smart. Yep, I am. I always knew I was smart. You're just learning that, you know. <laughs> and that is the <laughs> attitude that I've taken with most people. It's like, okay, I've always been smart. Now you know that. Amen. Amen. And this is Mitzi, and I know you work with children. So if you had to say one of the um, – one of the basic skills or goals or mindset that the children, the children you work with, or readers, or anyone listening, anyone from our listening audience received from your chapter, what were one of those most important things that you pray that they receive from reading your chapter? You saying what would I um, say to them? Mm-hmm. Oh, what would you hope um, that I they would? Oh, go ahead. What were you saying? You hope I would hope that what? One main goal or skill or mindset that they receive after reading your chapter, something that's truly going to stand out that, okay, I hope they get this after reading That if you put your faith in God and believe in yourself, there is nothing you can accomplish. That was what was given to me by my grandmother. And I would pass that, I pass that on to my own children and all the young people that I work with. I work at a college and, you know, that's the main thing I would want them to get ingrained in their head that you put God first, there is nothing you can't do. The sky is the limit. You have the skill set. You just have to keep focused and keep it moving. 
that would be the one thing that I would want them to get, if nothing else, that put God first and everything is possible to you. It is scripture, but it is the truth. If you put him first and keep him first, no matter what it is you want to do, even if the world tells you you can't do it, God says you can, so therefore you can. And that would be what I would want them to know and want them to um, keep a hold of if they don't learn anything else from what I've written or even what I've done because even being a part of an anthology is a goal met for me. And so my life is, if I set my mind to it, I'm going to do it. And so being a part of the anthology was a goal met for me. And so let my life, let my heart, let my light shine before them. So, yes, whatever you decide you want to do, if you put God first and make sure it's clear with him, it can be done. I'm a living witness. And I have five other co-authors who say the same thing. We are living witnesses that your life means something and you can meet your goals. Amen. And praise God to Sister DeBreda Sally for compiling these stories and putting it together, too. It's a little shout out. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I'm so thankful to have been able to be a part of the group, the Sisterhood of Six Women. Uh, this is this is Leroy. Um, what's what's next for you? What do you have coming up? Um, uh, in addition to having you know being a part of this anthology, do you have um you know have anything that that you have kind of uh, cooking in the fire? You mentioned a little bit something a little bit earlier. I do. I have a book that um I'm working on. I have a quote, some books of quotes that I'm working on too. Um actually do a lot on Instagram and so I'm looking at compiling some of the quotes that I've put out there. I'm going to um compose them and put them in a book form. Um I do have a it's sort of a challenge. It's 14 days and it's different activities um that I hope to have out soon. It's at the publisher right now, so and that's called Daybreak. So hopefully that'll be out soon for people to be able to partake in it. But I do look to do some um, writing with my clothes. Actually, someone asked me, was I going to do that? And I was like, well, yeah, I think I will. Um, so I look forward to getting some time and putting that together. Awesome, awesome. And I told you this time would go by quickly. We only have a few minutes left. So I want you to, um, Dawn, I want you to give your contact information if folks want to buy the anthology, if they want to invite you out to speak. How can they do that? They can reach me um, at um, First Lady at Hotmail, and I will spell that because Lady is not spelled the same. It's F-I-R-S-T-L-A-D-A-Y at Hotmail.com. They also can reach me at itsdawnonline at gmail.com. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, which is a good place to contact me, a lot of people do, um, it's First Lady Dawn um, on Instagram. And you can send me an inbox or direct message me on um, Instagram. And I do try to follow up with those. So that's one of the best places to um, contact me. 
Awesome, awesome. And so um, I just want to thank you so much for um, spending some time with us today, and congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, It's been a wonderful experience, and I look forward to um, possibly doing future things with you all. But thank you so much for having me. It's been a very um, rewarding experience. Awesome. And Mitzi, you know, I got to send a shout out to you, our executive producer with the golden fans. Thank you so much for always making making everything work for us. More than honored, more than honored. Leroy, my brother, I can't leave you out. We're so thankful um, that you co-host with us third Fridays. It just wouldn't be the same without you. Hey, this, I'm having so much fun. We always need that male point yeah, of view. having so much fun. Yeah. I, I so enjoyed it, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> And and so we're getting ready to close out. We only have a few seconds left, but I just want to thank our listening audience. Um, it's been 2009. We're going into 2020, and we're still here, and we're here because you listen, and we appreciate that. So follow up with us online at www.christianauthorsontour.com to get more information about what's going on with Christian Authors on Tour. Be sure to tune in this weekend to the Harlem Book Fair at www.harlembookfair.com, and we are airing the Harlem Book Fair on the CAOT-TV station at CAOT-TV.com. That's CAOT-TV.com. And so we want to make sure that you are part of the mix. And until next time, God bless. Make sure you're praying for these authors. Make sure you are buying their books. But most importantly, make sure that you read the most important book of all, and that's the Holy Bible. Find a scripture, hide it in your heart, and live it. Until next time, God bless everybody. Thank you.